0: Um, welcome to podcast well our first podcast actually um, this is understanding judo it was really developed for our parents so that during the um pandemic lockdown for covid nineteen so they could get a good understanding of what judo was all about and we produced one page each week for nine weeks uh, just on a pdf file and a lot of people really don't don't have much time, um, in fact less time now with schooling and homeschooling as well as working and everything else that's going on. So the idea of a podcast then came up so that if people are driving or walking the dog or something, um, they can just listen away um, and uh, hopefully learn a little bit at the same time. So understanding judo, Judo was originally developed as a, an education system by its founder, uh, Dr. Jigoro Kano. Um, now it's founded from what was a, a lethal samurai martial art called Jiu Jitsu. Uh, modern Jiu Jitsu today is very different, but the, the old feudal Jiu Jitsu was, was extremely dangerous and, and violent. Um, So judo came from that, Uh, Kano made it so that it's it's safe and and relatively injury free for a combat sport and judo builds, it builds resilience which a lot of employers are saying is missing from uh, young people coming out of schools, colleges and universities, Uh, it builds confidence uh, it builds respect for others, which y- you don't see in some sports um, particularly for referees but there's, there's absolute respect for everybody in judo. Uh, anything else just isn't tolerated. It increases determination and strategic thinking in people. Sometimes it's, it's called a human game of chess It also adds to good posture, speed, strength, flexibility and fitness. So all of that, really no other physical activity or sport comes close to the benefits of judo for young people. This is why as an Olympic sport it has 20 million participants worldwide and in some schools across Europe judo is a compulsory activity. Uh, For those reasons UNESCO actually declared judo as the best initial sport to to train children and youth aged 4 to 21 and They recommended for it to be implemented in all schools So it has a good pedigree Um, No other physical activity in the world has that many active participants with the exception of football yet judo takes a lifetime to master it's extremely complex it's difficult to learn it's even harder to coach and it's physically easily one of the most demanding of all olympic sports so how has something so difficult become so massively popular in today's world of instant push-button process, our society is just screen-led and, and kids just expect an instant result for everything. So I, I think the answer is that it's it's fun to start with. When a beginner starts judo with an experienced coach and they're thrown over, they laugh. It's fun. At least young people do. Adults often panic so a different approach is needed in the early months of, of learning judo. If uh, we get if we get adults starting, then we we don't we start very very low key. Um, so, but we don't we don't have adult classes in our judo club at the minute for beginners. Um, we simply really don't don't have the time. The clubs the clubs full, um, but we may review that in the future. So, one thing about judo that sets it apart is that it's not about being better than somebody else. And, and it looks as though it is to somebody watching it. It looks like it's two people, one trying to get the better over the other one. And to some extent, that's true. Um, a question that I'm asked often is, surely you're competing against the other person? So, in the beginning, for a novice or a child, yes, it, that, that's, it is, unless it's actually a competition event. But this mindset changes over time, as the judoka, which a judo player is called a judoka in Japanese, as the judoka understands more about the meaning of judo, A judoka takes on an opponent in training to test their mental and physical skills. So as this progresses, fear of failure diminishes and with that performance increases. So if the judoka can deliver maximum efficiency of their mind and their body working as a single unit without one holding the other back then efficiency, speed, timing, commitment, harmony, self-belief, all develop too. And so do the results. So then they will start to overcome somebody else. So it really is about trying to better yourself with a partner and both people trying to do the same thing at the same time. And that develops a massive amount of respect between the two. So, they then begin to win more often without conscious thinking. The benefits the judo in many ways, not this benefits the judoka in many ways, not least confidence and resilience, but also benefits their training partner who learns hard lessons too. So, by winning or not winning in an attempt to succeed, each of them learns much about themselves. That, that takes a little bit of time. It does feel personal when people are learning, but gradually um, that, that does diminish. So sometimes in this mutual learning process, people don't like what they see, especially in the early years. And by that, during the first few years of training, Support from coaches and family members is crucial. And this is where mom and dad or carers really play an important role. So family members have an important role in providing encouragement without excuses. Tomorrow the sun will still rise. You will make your own bed and continue towards being a better you. And this is the scarce, valuable, hard-won competency called resilience that a school curriculum cannot cater for, but industry is crying out for. And that's not a criticism of schools. Teachers do an incredible job, but they do have to follow the curriculum. And industry will tell you, anybody who runs a business and employs young people, they have to build the resilience. It, it It doesn't come from many children. So to build that kind of mental resilience um, is, is a really good competency that judo can deliver. So the question about who or what is best becomes irrelevant. Even an Olympic champion is only the best for a day because if they ran the same contests again the next time with the same people, we usually get results in a different champion. So if coached correctly, the judoka develops another important competency, which is humility. So there's another saying in judo, which is heard quite often, and that is, in judo, you learn to pick yourself up, no matter how hard you fall. Now, you may have heard this in other contexts, but it it comes from the old feudal martial arts. Another one, it's very similar, I mean, we just say seven falls, get up eight. So, the English version of this, um, we've just developed into this pick yourself up no matter how hard you fall. There's a literal translation from Japanese, which is a little harder to understand. But it basically means you don't take it personally. You're going to fail. Expect that you're going to fail while you're trying to be successful. And we we get knocked over and fall all the time in Judo. So it becomes a non-issue. Now, in, in this country, we have an easier life, really, compared to others. Um, Japan is an island nation with a history of calamities including volcanoes, typhoons, floods, earthquakes, tsunamis and in recent history the horrible consequences of war including two atomic bombings. So no matter the crisis, Japan has always bounced back this, this ability to recover and grow stronger has much to do with a culture that values personal responsibility and hard work, this along with a sense of humility and a belonging to and contributing to a community. So Judo and the spirit of Judo embodies all of these values. So it's easy to watch a bit of judo and say, get back up and go again. But it is tough to build that resilience. It's not easy. There will be tears, there'll be frustration, there'll be talk of giving up. And this is the crucial time that parents have to get up eight. They have to say, you need to get up again and try again. And fight hard for their children with support and with encouragement. So it's a team effort from family members, from coaches and all of the members of Triangle Judo Club to support and encourage everybody with some empathy. So everybody knows what it's like. Then when the sun shines and the bright judo days come and your children say, thank you. I never dreamed I could achieve what I have done and could so easily have given up. Now I understand judo. For parents and carers, it's it's very difficult for you to know what it sometimes feels like out on a judo mat unless you've experienced it under pressure. However, the coaches can't do this without you. The day your child becomes a judo first dan black belt, then the pride they feel will spread to you and you you will be part of that success. I'm gonna talk now about fear. So, feeling afraid is, is normal. But having courage is not allowing fear to hold you back. And judo develops courage. So, Young people are going to feel afraid and not too confident as they go through the various stages of just growing up. But if they if they let that fear hold them back, they're not going to maximise their potential. And quite often, young people do hold back, and quite a lot of the time, it's it's through peer pressure. They're just afraid of making mistakes in front of other people in case... They get bullied or they get their names called or people talk about them or it's on social media all over the place. Um, And judo develops the courage to say, it's it's not my problem, I'm just going to do my best. So this is a story about judo parents and a young judo player. The story has a happy ending and a strong bond created between the child and the parent. But you control the ending, which is dependent on the parent's reaction to their child losing their first judo competition. Here's the story. You're at home. It's my first judo competition today. I'm so nervous, I feel sick. No thanks, mum. I don't want any breakfast. You need to eat something, you need the energy. I'll take water in the car, and nibble on a slice of toast. My stomach's in knots. Right, there you go, jump in the car. Have you got everything? Yes, mum. So, we're in the car. How do you feel? Fine. But I really don't, I'm scared. I've never felt so scared in my life. My coach says music can help, so I'll put my earphones in. I really, really need to do well today. I'm fed up of being scared of things. Now we're at the competition. I had started to settle down in the car a bit. Oh, but now we're here, I think I'm going to be sick. I can tell my parents are nervous too. At the weigh-in, everybody else looked nervous. This is scary. What's taking so long? Okay, we're allowed to go on the mat to warm up. It's good to see my friends from Judo here. They're all nervous too. We run round and then start Uchikomi practice with the coaches to warm up. Feels better, now I can do something. My coach reminds me what to think about. I know I've been training hard. And we have a great judo club. Oh, come on, you can do this. Now the mat's been cleared and we have to wait. What's taking so long? It feels like hours. Some of our club have been on already. I don't know all of them. We have a lot of people in our club, but I've made some new friends. Now my name is called. Now I feel sick again. My legs are like jelly. Good luck. Thanks, mum. Just do what you've been taught in the club. Thanks, dad. Okay. Take my water with me. Give my name in. Our coaches are there. It's my turn now. Right. Get your belt on. Get ready. I'm scared, but I can do this. My coach looks me straight in the eyes. I know he sees what's happening in there. But that's okay. I need him to know. Okay, come on, grip up and get them moving. I need to be proud of today. I need to make my coach proud. I need to make my family proud. The kids at school won't understand anyway. All right, that's my name. Here we go. Right, I'm stood on the edge of the mat. This is it. I walk out, my legs are like jelly. I really don't hear anything. I don't really don't see anything. I'm just on this mat. I bow and I walk in. There's my opponent standing in front of me. Okay, all I've got to remember, I just have to grip. The referee shouts, we bow, hold my hands up, we grip up and I pull. My opponent feels strong. Oh, right, keep going. He attacks, I avoid an attack. My coach shouts something. Come on, get them moving. I avoid another attack, and now I attack back. I have to keep going. My opponent goes over, and I score. I try and hold, but I get caught. I was winning, but now I'm being held down. I can't breathe. I have to grip and drive and bridge and try and get out. I keep struggling. The buzzer goes. I didn't win. Stand up. Now I have to bow. Bow. And shake hands with the winner. Win or learn. We win or we learn. My coach shakes my hand. Right, belt off, drink some water. The first attack, you did well to stop it. The second attack, you learned. And you attacked back and you scored. Now, every time you get out there, you become braver. And you learn a lot about yourself. So get stuck in. Okay, I feel better now. I really can do this. Okay, now it's all over. I'm so tired. I've never done anything so difficult. I did win one, which felt great. I lost the other three contests. My coach said I fought better with each one, so I should feel proud of myself. I really do. I I did it. I really got out there and I did it. It is so difficult. The other players were good, but I think my judo was better. So I'm really going to train harder now back at the club. I feel better now. Proud even. Over to my parents. We were so nervous for you. Well done. I didn't realize how hard it was. You did better every time. That's so brave. I'm really proud of you. Thanks, Dad. I'm going to work really hard now at judo. So, courage comes from experience. And judo develops courage. It's a training for life. This is about parents and coaches working together with a common purpose. Without that, the outcome would be very different. So, just a short story, just about fear and a real tangible fear that a judo player can feel and the important role that the parents can play. Now, in judo, there's a a code, it's called a moral code of judo. And it's a set of ethics that every judo player should live by on and off the judo map. So it's said that judo is a sport for life. And you follow the code and the spirit of judo in everything you do. And there are eight values that make up this code. And these were outlined by uh, judo's founder, Dr. Jigoro Kano. And here they are. The first one is courtesy, be polite to others. Courage, to face difficulties without fear of failure. Honesty, to be sincere with your thoughts and actions. Honour, to do what is right and stand by your principles. Modesty, be without ego in your actions and thoughts. Win with humility and lose with dignity. Respect. Appreciate others. Don't stand for bullying. Follow judo etiquette in the dojo. Self-control. Train hard, listen and follow instructions. Be punctual and don't miss lessons. And finally, friendship. Be a good companion and friend. Be helpful to new students. So, it really doesn't matter what level of judo player you are. Um, Everybody is there to help everybody else. Okay, so the next section is closely linked to courage and confidence. Um, we say that you make your fears push you from the back rather than the front. So when we begin to accept that we're going to be afraid, and that is just gonna help us to progress, then those fears help us to move forward faster. It relates mainly to people of all ages who understand the need to take part or attempt to achieve something that they do find difficult or scary. Typically, these feelings are fed with the feeling that comes from underachieving and have decided that they need to do something about it. I, this, I see this a lot in people on the judo map and more so now than in previous years. For some, these feelings come and go, but for others, it really does dominate their life. Kano said, face your fear, empty yourself, trust in your own voice, let go of control, have faith in outcomes, connect with a larger purpose, derive meaning from the struggle. So for young people that can be difficult to understand, um, but they do understand fear. I, I see nerves and fear in a lot of young people. Not everybody, um, but certainly in in quite a few. And that's a lot, quite often why they come to judo. Why their parents encourage them to come. So sometimes parents are aware of it, and sometimes they're not. Um, and this is where the coach becomes the catalyst for change. First of all, by recognizing the signs in the individual on the judo mat. And secondly, by having a quiet word with the player while they're on the mat. And when both player and coach understand the fear and the judo solution, there is a sense of relief and respect that almost guarantees a positive outcome for that child. When the player knows that I know, I see a visible release of pressure. And it manifests itself on the judo mat. It's not um, a criticism of teaching or teachers or parents or parenting. It's simply that it raises its head on the judo mat so that we can help the child to deal with it. The player understands that the dojo is a safe environment and it helps them to find a way through. The measure of success is being there, it's dealing with it, facing it head-on, win or lose. When the player steps up and faces their inner fears with the coach's support then mutual respect flows in waves you really it's tangible each small step forward is a victory and each step backwards is an opportunity and judo provides a unique environment for this purpose indeed it's one of the key features of the very existence of judo now when parents see this happening There is then an added dimension to the support for the player and the bond between everyone concerned, and that can last a lifetime. There can be no value placed on it, It it's priceless. And what drives many judo coaches on when they're tired and overstretched? So, in this way, again, judo really is a, a training for life. So, how do we master judo? Well, as we've mentioned earlier, first you've got to learn how to lose. And that can be hard for parents too. They're seeing the son or daughter on a judo mat and they're just not winning. They're just getting knocked over and trying hard. And it's difficult. it can be difficult to watch. So, when they learn how to lose, then they have the opportunity to become the best that they can be. Without the ability to lose with dignity and respect for your opponent, the foundation that's required to develop the mental and physical skills of a judo player cannot exist. They have to learn how to lose and how to remove that fear of making mistakes and what people might think of them if they get something wrong. And this is massively important, and it carries through to school. So, a poor loser will never have the self-control to be efficient under pressure. As a consequence, they will lose more regularly, they become dejected, and eventually they'll just give up at everything. And that word resilience comes in again. They look for others to blame. They rarely look in the mirror. They have little or no respect for other people. It's all about them. And so will struggle to benefit from the judo principle that states perfect yourself and in doing so help others. Judo teaches young people how to respond when they are not succeeding. Not only do they learn to accept personal defeat on a regular basis, but they must bow in respect to the person who's just won. So they gradually learn to stretch themselves physically and mentally without fear of failure. I'm convinced after 30 years of coaching judo that this helps young people to get better results in school. They get better exam results. They try harder because they're not afraid to fail. In the dojo, this is within an environment of mutual respect and understanding. During the process of attempting to reach stretching targets, failure is then just seen as another step towards success. But it does take time and it needs support. So it's not to say that judo preempts failure, it's just the opposite. By developing acceptance of the consequences of failure, the judo student strives harder for success and therefore mentally develops faster, stronger, but with respect for other people. It's truly a life skill in short supply among today's youth. So there's another, we like our phrases in judo. Here's, Here's another one, but this again is from the founder, Dr. Kano. Judo is the way to the most effective use of both physical and spiritual strength by training you in attacks and defenses It refines your body and your soul and helps you make the spiritual essence of judo a part of your very being. In this way, you are able to perfect yourself and contribute something of value to the world. This is the final goal of judo discipline. So Kano was the head of education in Japan. And he founded judo, but he was, a, he was an education, head of education in a college and for the whole of Japan. So judo was founded as an education system. It, it's only relatively recently uh, that it became an Olympic sport. Now in Triangle Judo Club, the main thing that we foster and develop is exactly that. If somebody wants to be a competitive judo player at the highest standard, that's absolutely fine and we can accommodate it and we can set processes in place for that to happen. But it's just as important when we get somebody who has problems with confidence, problems dealing with other people, problems dealing with themselves, um, that we find a way through that and we build this young person into um, somebody that they feel proud of themselves and it, it's it drives us it drives us on so Kanos statement there it can take some time for a judoka to fully understand what this what this means so for anyone who has not experienced over several years of training, the physical and psychological challenges that judo presents to a judo player, it is a challenge. So I'll try and help you to understand how and why that statement is fundamental to the massive popularity of judo across the globe. Think about three three people, one age six one age 14 one age 28 all practicing judo each increasingly contributes something of value to the world through judo at age six completely oblivious to what this means at age 14 struggles to understand how this is possible and possibly doesn't care anyway because of a teenager but encouragement and support for this age group is crucial. By age 28, now realizing the true potential to themselves and the impact on others that judo represents. It can be argued that this is just normal development, and of course, to some degree, that's true. However, the development of an individual is largely based on their own daily experiences that they encounter. So, for example, from age six, having fun, but always wanting to win and learning how to lose and then realizing that cooperation with others is required in order to improve and then so begin to win. So, this cooperation is rare at a young age But judo instills cooperation with other peers, other young children aged five, six, seven, and eight. They have to learn how to cooperate with each other. And and that comes hard to some of them. Now, whole books have been written on this subject. So I would urge you to study judo diligently if if this has create sparked some curiosity and ask your Well, if you're in Triangle Judo Club, you can ask myself, or if you're listening to this from another club, talk to your coaches. Um, Jigoro Kano, he was the founder of Judo. He was the Minister of Education for Japan. At the age of 67, he founded um, a junior and senior high school. And the motto for that school is the same today as it was then maximum efficiency, and mutual benefit. And we hear this a lot in Judo. Kenno created a new structure for education in Japan, and his legacy continues to benefit the world that we live in. In Judo, you strive to perf- perfect yourself in battle, but with respect, humility, and friendship. And so this does contribute something of value to the world. It's unique to judo. So, how on earth do we climb the mountain that is the art and skill of judo? There is so much to learn. Judo can be fun and it creates a massive sense of accomplishment, but it can be a tough journey too. Sweaty bodies, knocks and bruises, with a loud grumpy coach. So, how do we create an environment that young people want to be part of it in a tough place called the dojo? I want to mention here that quite often you'll see Judo or the term Judo described as the gentle way. It's something of a misnomer, and I'm not a real fan of it because it gives people today the impression that judo is a soft touch, and it's, it's really not. The Japanese characters, ju, really mean bending and giving way in order to bounce back so. We use somebody else's strength. We allow that strength to come towards us so that we can use its momentum and its power against itself. And the way of doing that is judo. Now that's a bit of a mouthful. So that's where gentle way came from, rather than using force. But it can be difficult to understand for people who've never heard it before. They think gentle way, it must be easy. With so many judo players around the world, battling away each week, many of them several times a week engrossed in this struggle to become better than yesterday. So this typically is how it works for many newcomers to Judo. If it's the parent's idea to start Judo, the coach's task can be a little harder if the child isn't that keen. So we encourage them as much as we can, and we make them have as much fun as possible. Now, if it's the new judoka's idea themselves, we sometimes need to convince the parents. But either way, the coach needs to engage with both as soon as possible, before nerves take control. So hopefully, in understanding judo and the text that I've read to you, and the stories that I've told you, we've helped you a little bit to give you some idea of what judo is all about. Judo's judo is the same the world over, but clubs and coaches are not, they do differ. People have their own interpretations of what judo is and how they deliver it. In Triangle Judo Club, the process is to help the newcomer feel that they've achieved something on day one. Usually, they're pleasantly surprised Initially, it's fun with lots to learn. Then after a while, there's a realization that real effort and commitment is needed. And this is where parental support and encouragement is absolutely crucial. They will get dips along the way up. So it helps if parents understand the benefits of judo. So, as the player overcomes the first few hurdles, a sense of pride and belonging develops and the parents are part of it. Typically, I'm asked if they then can practice more often and during the difficult, challenging times, I will ask the judoka to tell me about a proud moment in judo. So, this sport is progressive with progress difficult to measure. Looking back at previous achievements helps to get out of these slumps. Then they can look ahead and set new targets. For high performers, a judo diary is kept, and this helps a lot with motivation. We have a club rule, and that is, you are never allowed to say, I can't. Only... I can't yet. So, in all this mix of trial and emotion comes a sense of pride and respect for other club members. And the harder something is to achieve, the greater the feeling of accomplishment. Something a great many non-judo teenagers, especially, fail to understand. That concludes our podcast number one on understanding judo. And I hope it gives you a little bit of flavour. Thanks for listening. And our next one is about nutrition. So nutrition for judo. Alright.